Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. With a new intro, Hockey Talk on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And so, Dave, it's been two weeks. I feel like I owe you an explanation. You don't owe me an explanation, man. I know where you were. Yeah, no, not not even that. But uh, I changed I, the Chairshot Radio intro is is gone it is gone and dead it has been declared declared by the power up that be one pc tunny that we are um we are officially just hockey talk slash musical chairs we are no longer chairs we were the last bastion of chair shot radio like I, I gotta proudly say like we did chair shot radio faithfully from date of assignment whereas the rest of the people from date of assignment lasted maybe a month but we kept waving the banner. We did it. We waved the banner and we held on to the the intro. And, and Tony finally was like, you can file that away in the vault. And I was like, on the fly today. I was like, oh shit, we need a different intro. What should we do? You know what? I will use some hockey music to get us into it. So what'd you think? What'd you think? Was it a was it an okay choice? Uh, did you recognize it? Do you know where that's from? It sounds familiar. I I I I, I did like it. It's cool. Who, who, whose intro? Whose song is that? It's not the blues, is it? No, it's the Chicago Blackhawks. Okay, well, as that's... much as much as I as much as I fucking hate the Blackhawks, I can't deny that tune. Like that tune is catchy. It is. It's catchy. It's fun. Uh, I, I got to see the start... thing. 
thing I got to remember now is when I post the episode to remove the chair shot radio. We're just hockey talk now, so no more chair shot radio. Well, yeah, we're oh in the in like the, in the, in the description title. of the episode. Oh, because I was like, yeah, like I went with the I went with the Christopher Platt special, which by the way, we're recording today on Christopher Platt's birthday. So happy birthday, Platt! Yeah, happy birthday, Chris! Uh, I haven't talked to him in a while because. I lost the five by five we did together, which is the last time we spoke. Anyway, I've been gone for two weeks helping the University of Massachusetts open up for the spring semester in what is the longest winter term, I think, on the planet. Like we closed just before uh, just before the Christmas holiday season, you know, just before Christmas Eve and just reopened as a campus this past week the weekend of february 3rd 4th of his six week winter session because the the geniuses at the university of massachusetts felt like a longer winter session would get more people to sign up equaling more money and at the end of the day revenue is important it's what gets keeps the world working what makes the world go around so we auto we open on a weird day we open on a random you know first weekend in february so next year it's even weirder man next year the university of massachusetts like its first day of classes for the spring session is it it opens on a thursday like like you start classes on who does that uh umass does because reasons i love this school like the kids were starting school out here on like wednesdays and stuff it's like when the seat when the year starts like why why are we doing a wednesday I don't know. I don't understand calendars. I don't get it. But I am back. We, you know, I missed a lot in the last two weeks. So I do want to tell you, I, I've I've tangentially followed hockey. We're going to talk uh, transactions today. There were a lot. There were a few notable trades. One big one for me personally that, that have happened in the last two weeks that I feel are worth talking about. I actually, though, I'm starting to get into a baseball frame of mind, man. And I picked up a book that I am... I just started, but it's by a guy named Joe Posnanski. Uh, say that name five times fast. But the name of the book is just called The Baseball 100. And it's this guy's list. And it's a chronicling kind of of the history of baseball through his 100 greatest players of all time. So each chapter is a player. And I am on chapter, let's see, I'm in the 70s already. I am on. I'm at uh, yeah I'm I'm in chapter seventy seven, and it's Miguel Cabrera. Is this now? What's interesting about this? I, I have been very very good, Dave, in that I didn't cheat. There's no table of contents, so you can't see the list ahead of time, unless you cheat and like read all the chapters. Or uh, I happen to notice that before the index, there's a photo index in order. Because each chapter opens with a picture of the player uh, that, that they're talking about. Uh, and, and so it's it's been a fun read. Each chapter is just kind of a nice little snapshot of their career. And this guy's explanation as to what made these players special to put them in his mind as the 100 greatest players in the history of the sport. And so I'll be very interested to see how it plays out. Uh, the only number I know of outside of uh, outside of what I've already read is Joe DiMaggio's uh, because he explained in the introduction that when you think of Joe DiMaggio, 
the number that is his career is the number 56. And so he's number 56 is Joe DiMaggio. So I know that one going into it. Everything else, I'm coming in blind. Might be a little low for him, huh? But it's not a ranking. That's the important thing. Is he talk, he, He's very clear that this isn't a, in, in some way, he's like it is, but it isn't. Because he's like, of course, Joe DiMaggio is probably going to be viewed in, in a higher, like, greatest of all time argument, which wait till you get to band. If y'all haven't listened to Bandwagon Nerd yet, my rant about greatest of all time is epic. You just, you listen to it. It's going to be amazing. But to look forward when, to. It, when it came to this, this book and it's 834 pages long, it's longer. It's, it's one of the longest books I've ever read. Uh, and, and because, and it's just because of the sheer volume and number of players and people, but there's interesting so far, there's already interesting names. Cause he, he goes global. He talked like Sadahara O is on the list that he's already talked about. Um, there's, there's players that are currently still playing like Clayton Kershaw's on the list that he's got. Um, he's got players from the Negro leagues, like cool Papa bell is on there. So it's really an interesting book from a baseball historian. And, uh, all I can say is if Sam usual isn't in this book, I quit. I'm going to burn it before I give it back to the library. I'm going to burn it and then give him the ashes. Going to go from, uh, reading baseball books to burning them that's that's you know, I'm gonna, nothing I'm gonna, says america like that i am going to return it in an urn it's going to say the baseball 100 and i'm going to say this book was fraudulent so i burned it for you that's what i'm going to do i uh baseball story you know this weekend we were up at a, one of the uh i guess i'll call it one of the california indian casinos i guess you could call it native american they're still calling it indian casinos anyway Whatever the case is, I was walking, I was wearing my Washington national shirt and I was walking through the hallway and some guy stopped me and says, oh, Wisconsin Badgers. Cool. And I'm like, no, it's not the Wisconsin Badgers. <laughs> so I thought, I'm like, wow, you're way off, man. If you said Walgreens that I could buy, but Wisconsin Badgers. No. Right. No. Oh, boy. So, yeah, we're uh so I've been gone for two weeks. So, you know, that's enough baseball talk. We'll, we'll shift into hockey. We're only going to take one commercial break today, uh, I think, just to just to kind of keep things nice and tight. We're already 10 minutes into the show, and I'm sure our sponsors won't mind because our sponsors are ourselves. So it's it's not really uh, any sort of earth-shattering deal. But um, two weeks, missed the All-Star game. Missed the skills competition. I, did you catch any of the all-star game? Did you catch any of the festivities uh, caught, at all? I caught a really nice goal that Ovechkin set up Crosby on in the, uh, in the, I think the semifinals. I don't know. I, I caught, you know, it was cool. Most of the stuff like, uh, Ovi son, you know, Ovi Sid and, yep. and Sergey, you know, doing that whole thing, which was really, that was fun. You know, that sort of thing. But I've heard some mixed reactions about the all-star game and the skills challenge and people not so, not so keen on it this year, but you know, I, I caught a little bit of it. Um, I forget who won. Was it the Atlantic who won? I honest to God, I've been in a university void. I have no idea who won the all-star game. I only caught bits. Well, uh, who won the NHL all-star game 2023? The Atlantic won seven to five over the Central. Yeah, I mean, when you look at teams are in the Atlantic, that's uh, probably not surprising. 
Low scoring right. for the last game, though. Relatively. Yeah, speaking. I guess so. Yeah, there was a there was a ten to six score I noticed in there in the uh, in the semis. So yeah, you had all that going. It's interesting. I was I was sitting there thinking about the NHL All Star Game and how it's almost an unknown entity to anyone outside of the world of hockey that it's even happening. Like it's a forgotten All Star Game, which I think is a shame. Though based on what you're saying, it sounds like it wasn't as fun this year. I thought the I thought Vegas last year was awesome. I thought that was I thought that was great, especially and this is I've been saying this ever since we started this podcast. The skills competition is is in my opinion almost more fun than the games. Like like the games are fine. They're they're fun to watch and you know it's three on three and so it's wide open, which begs for more offense and, and all of that. But you know, watching, you know, whether it be the sharpshooting competition, the the but oh gosh, I'm gonna forget the what they call it, but when everybody does like the costumes and the elaborate like, you know, breakaway goal scoring stuff. Yeah, right. and, and you get right like it's just hilarious and fun. Fastest skater. Vegas they had skills events that were based on like gambling um though still that that um that accuracy one on the on the fountain where they were shooting at the platforms in my opinion was just that was cool as hell yeah, like I, that one i like i thought was just really cool as hell uh and it just didn't sound like they had that for this go around like they tried to do some sort of golf themed game if i if i remember correctly um and some people like actively said they didn't want to participate in certain ones. Like Connor McDavid, I think, was the one who said, "Stop putting me in the in the fastest skater skills competition." He's like, "I don't want to do it anymore. I'm tired of it. Like, it, like I get it. I'm fast. You all know I'm fast." Yeah, I don't. I don't. What's the point? I don't think I blame him. I mean, at this point, you're looking at at guys who maybe you know somebody like Connor McDavid is like, "I'm need to conserve my energy. We're in the heart of this playoff hunt, and I don't want to do all this stuff. I already know how fast I am." Why bother? I don't, where was it this year? I, maybe like you're right. The venue, Florida, Florida. Oh, well, yeah, he was down in Florida. <laughs> Florida compared to Vegas. That's uh, that's you know, venue does matter, and I think that you saw right. that last year. How how it was just a lot of fun in Vegas. I mean, the cool thing is like yeah, seeing guys rivals who you would normally never see play together, like Sid Novi, um, you know, Austin yeah. Matthews, Stamkos, that sort of thing. Uh, you know, seeing those that sort of stuff is, is kind of cool, but it's it's hard because, you know, any of these all star games where there isn't are no stakes, you know, like didn't like baseball's got the, you know, the all star game where it determines home field for the World Series or did they get rid of that? I don't remember if they got rid of that or not. I don't think they've ditched it yet. Right. Uh, I know it's something that people have been begging for for quite some time, but. It doesn't, I mean, it really doesn't make sense. You know, if you're, if you're the, if you have the best record in baseball, why should your fate be tied to your shitty all-star team's performance? You know? Yeah. Right. Like, why should you be, why should you be punished by the performance of others who really aren't there for anything special as it is? If you're 27 Um, and 47 at the all-star break, you're not playing for much of anything except a paycheck. Exactly. And, you know, so All-Star Game came and went largely unnoticed. Season is just kicked back up this week. So there's really not much to talk about in terms of games played. Uh, You know, teams are sort of churning along back to where they are. Boston still sitting there with eight losses, and you're just like, how? Which, 
it's funny because in any other season, when you look at the Atlantic, how mind blowing is it that the top three teams in the Atlantic division, like any other season, Toronto or Tampa Bay are probably the teams that we'd be like, wow, they're cruising. And because Boston's just been ridiculous, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I watched the, um, I mean, yeah, yesterday was great because the Caps beat, they're now the only, the second team to beat Boston in Boston in regulation. But, I, right. you know, I watched that game from roughly the second period on, and it's, it was clear to me Boston is the much better team. Um, but the Caps right. played, pl- Caps played really good defense. Darcy Kemper played really, really outstanding. And, and they just, you know, they, they, they contained him, you know, that sort of thing. But Boston clearly, you know, you look at you look at what they do and they're they're enormously dangerous team. They have lost four out of five. So they're skidding a little bit, you know, at this point in time. Um Well, is it is it a return to the mean? Maybe. Like you just you, you knew like teams are good, but come on, man. Right. Like what they were doing was ridiculous. Like and, and at some point you knew that was gonna level out. Yeah. Like you just they were out kicking their coverage, man. They were, and New Jersey's gotten hot again. I know they went through their lull, yep. and now they're on fire again. And, and you know, and as good as they are, they're still behind Carolina. But I think, I think Carolina and the Caps play a stadium series this week, which I know they've got. Both teams have got some really cool stadium series jerseys that are out there. I saw both teams look. Right. It's like, oh, those are really nice um, for both of them. Get so, on NHLShot.com and really. Exactly. But yeah, I think it's still, you know, it's still kind of early. Uh, you know, the teams just got going the trade deadline. Well, they, and we're not even at the trade deadline yet. That's a funny trade thing. deadlines well off, but that does not mean that um, stuff hasn't been happening. And, and we're going to get to that after the break, because I got to talk about one. I mean, I think we have the, the most recent one, which it's hilarious because, uh, well, you know what? Hold up. We'll hold that thought. We're going to go. We'll take our commercial break. We come back. We're going to talk basically trades that have happened since January 25th. Okay. And if you go to, and I'll give you a little bit of time here while we're in the commercial break, you go to NHL.com. There's actually a trade tracker that you can pull up and it'll have the deals that, that we're just going to kind of go down through the line. There's a couple of big ones that I know we need to talk about uh, as long as, as well as a, a couple of, few, uh, a couple of smaller ones. But while Dave does that and gets that look going, We'll take our first commercial break. Before we get to our recorded commercial for today, I do want to remind everyone that if you love what we do over here at thechairshot.com and you love hockey talk, you love wrestling talk, you love entertainment talk, you know, basically if you love sports entertainment and sports entertainment, head over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot and invest in a pro pro shop, a chair shot shirt. We have all kinds of great designs to choose from. They're $19.99. A shirt. Spend a few dollars more, though. You can get in soft style. It'll feel great on your giblets, your body. I'll thank you later. We love being able to put this content out each and every day. But unfortunately, it takes work and it takes some money and it takes support from all of you. So get our name out there by investing in us and heading over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. When we come back, we're going to talk some major trades that have happened since January 25th when I was gone because I've been gone and been able to talk about them in the moment. You are listening to Hockey Talk here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Eight, 
This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Okay, welcome back. We talked about this in front of the break, but the trade deadline is quite a ways away in the NHL, but that doesn't mean teams haven't started making news. And I was uh I was surprised at how many have happened actually when I went back and looked because I knew we were gonna talk we were gonna talk about the big one that just happened on, on February 9th uh, with Vladimir Tarasenko getting traded away to the Rangers. But one, two, three, four. There's been five trades that have happened in the last two weeks. As we as we start to see teams unloading, you know those te- like those teams are starting to to fall out of the playoffs. You're starting to see people trade for draft picks, and and so I just thought for the end of this show, we'll kind of quickly go through a couple of them. But I really want to talk about two. Actually, you know what? We'll talk about the big two, and if we, if that feels like enough time, then then we'll just end the show like that. Uh, but I got to start by talking about the one that happened on the thirtieth day, because you you mentioned this to me, you you shared this one with me, uh, and you whined a little bit about how every team around around your caps is getting better, and, and yours isn't. And January thirtieth was the first one when the New York Islanders acquired Bo Horvat. From the Canucks in exchange for forwards Anthony Bovier, that's how I'm going to pronounce it, and even if it's wrong, and Atu Rate, and conditional for, and a conditional first round pick in the 2023 NHL draft. And you were sad, Dave. Why are you sad? Because it makes the Islanders better immediately, and we are locked in a, a pretty intense battle for. Well, I mean, Caps Penguins. Islanders all right there for that last two wildcard playoff spots. And I think Horvat is a, is a great pickup for the Islanders that immediately makes them better. Um, you know, I, I, I would have, if you had asked me, who would you rather have gone to the Bruins or the Islanders? I would have said the Bruins eight days a week and, and not turn back because they're not a divisional right, even though it would have made them even more ridiculously good. But yeah, Horvat going to the right. Islanders, you know, it, it hasn't, exactly panned out yet i mean the islanders are still kind of middling around a little bit but i firmly believe that that's the kind of trade that is going to give them um you know a, a leg up in this chase coming down the stretch he's young right he's not he, hurt yeah you know do we know what his contract status is by the way do you know like he's not a free agent at the end of the season right? I'm, I'm trying to figure it out right now He's a, this is this is the quality homework that you get on the chairshot.com everybody. We we definitely don't do it before the show. So um and, and it's a win now move, right? Like it's a win now move by the Islanders. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the trade took place when the trade took place, Horvat was going to be an unrestricted free agent after the season, but the Islanders immediately signed him to an 8-year contract. So that's now off Boom. the table. So yeah, that's locked up. And again, this is this is how bad our homework is. But and you know, if you're the Canucks, you get you get two you get two forwards and, and a pick. Uh, now, what that pick will be depends on the rest of the season. But that's a that's a good haul for a team that's trying to rebuild. 
And that and that's the, and those and those are the trades you're going to see right now, folks. Is you're going to see the teams that have kind of recognized what their season is, where it's going to where it's going to go or not go, and and move on. And, and so that was bad news. Deal number one for David Ungar's Washington Capitals. Bad news deal number two actually I think is less impactful because let's be real, this team is not in that little quagmire that you just described. So you got this little bunch with the Caps, the Penguins, and the Islanders. They're within two points of each other. And then you got a leap mm-hmm. uh, to the New York Rangers. The New York Rangers made a deal to make a push to win a Stanley Cup. And a trade that has been demanded for about three years now finally happened. Vladimir Tarasenko traded from the St. Louis Blues to the New York Rangers. The Blues will get, uh, well, sorry, the Rangers will get Vladimir Tarasenko. They'll also get defenseman Nico Mikola. And the Blues return Sammy Blay and defenseman Hunter Skinner, as well as some conditional draft picks, one of them also being a first-round conditional draft pick in the 2023 NHL draft. I think a second round in 2024, if I remember the deal correctly. Um, this was a trade that the Blues were going to make to somebody. And and just and, and Tarasenko immediately paid dividends. First shot as a Ranger scored. So, so there you, there you go. But Vladimir wanted out. He's wanted out for a while now. They, they, he's been a good teammate, even when the blues weren't giving it, when, when army wasn't, you know, Doug Armstrong wasn't giving him the trade. So, you know, he's 31 years old. He still got a lot of hockey in front of him. He got traded to a contender. I think this makes this is a tremendous pickup for for a team that doesn't score particularly well in the New York Rangers. They picked up a goal scorer. They picked up a guy who's who, who can really be dynamic for for that offense, and it immediately paid dividends in Madison Square Garden against the Kraken. Like, boom, uh, and is clear. Like I said, it's clearly designed by the Rangers to be like we're we're making calls, we're making decisions to make a push. For a Stanley Cup this year, they yeah. want a cup. They're in. Win, right. They are clearly in win now mode, and and I think, like you said, and I think the writing has been on the wall for the Blues. I know you've been saying it for a while, but I think their recent run, they're they're not going to make it this year. I think that that at this point, you can say, look oh. at the standings, and say, okay, it's done. Um, it, like you said, what we've always said about the Rangers, we said it last year during the playoffs, we said it this year at the beginning of the season when we previewed this whole thing, is that. They need scoring. You know, defense is not their problem. Um, Shesterkin and Gold is clearly not a problem because he's one of the best that there is. <clears throat> they need more offensive ability if they're going to contend with teams like Tampa Bay, teams like Toronto, teams like Boston. Uh, Tarasenko definitely is going to be a move in the, in that direction. As far like you're saying, he already got dividends by scoring. It's you know you know at this point you look at it and say, well, it's a rental because unlike Horvat. The Rangers didn't go out and sign Tarasenko to a big extension, so he's still set to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. But still, if he leads right. the Rangers to their first cup since 1994, 
nobody's going to complain and you probably get an extension or he goes somewhere else. I mean, that's all fine, but um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really great move. And like you said, for me, yeah, I hate Tarasenko going to the Rangers because it makes the Rangers even better, but the Rangers are not the object right now for the Capitals. They're too far ahead. Um, You know, if you meet up in the playoffs, so be it, but you know, that, that that's later on down the line. But yeah, for the Rangers, what they're trying to do, they're not looking at the Caps. They're looking at the Bruins. They're looking at the Devils, the Hurricanes, teams ahead of them who they need to be able to outscore probably. Right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're making a playoff push. You're not trying to, to get to the top of the standings. Exactly. Yeah, and they are. They're the, the, the Rangers are trying to win a cup, like you said. They're not fighting for playoff positioning, um, you know, that sort of thing. So it, it's a brilliant move by them. I, I think it's a fantastic move for, for, the, uh, for the Rangers. Um, yeah, bittersweet for the Blues. It's the end of an era in St. Louis for sure. But you knew it was coming. You've been saying that for a right, while. Right, and it really is the end of the. Era. It's it's the end of an era for the for the St. Louis Blues. You know that that's kind of the last. Well, I'm sorry. There's one last piece, significant piece of that Stanley Cup team. Uh, that that I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he got dealt. I hope he doesn't get dealt. Because I think he's still a good foundation, uh, but he's also a, an impending free agent, and that's Ryan O'Reilly. But you know, the Blues had the Blues won their cup, encountered cap problems because they were just they were just up against it, and, and eventually, you know, I think they got all the value that they could out of. I I can't complain about what they got back. You know, Sammy Blay hasn't been setting the world on fire or anything uh, as a Ranger. Maybe maybe coming back to St. Louis will help him. But Sammy Blay was on that was on that Cup team as well. Um, but it, it's about it's about draft picks, right? And you got two probably solid draft picks because they're conditional picks, and so it really depends like depends on what the Rangers do, um, and depends on what Vladimir Tarasenko does as a Ranger. And you know, first day out, already paying dividends. So if he's a rental for the Rangers, great. I think Ryan O'Reilly's on the block. I think Ryan O'Reilly might get traded. Who could use Ryan O'Reilly if the Blues were to trade him before the deadline, Dave? Any number of teams that is fighting for, you know, trying to take it to the next level. I, I think, you know, you look at um Toronto, maybe that's the team that I look at and say that they're they're gonna have to respond. The Bruins are not gonna stand pat. They're not gonna sit here and do this. The Devils are such a young team that getting somebody like Ryan O'Reilly would be really helpful for them. Because they're going to go to the playoffs, and and they've got you know nothing for playoff experience really on that team. They're so young and dynamic, uh, and you know the Devils are doing all this. Jack Hughes isn't even playing right now. I don't I don't believe. I think he's hurt. So when he gets back, you know, kind of like Colorado, we haven't looked at the standings lately, but I you know, noticed earlier today. Okay, Colorado's back in the playoff position right now, third in their division. So there you go. They got a little bit healthy. They made their push. Uh, to me, it's it's really interesting as we get closer to the deadline, you know, who's going to be buyers and who's going to be sellers? You know, are these teams that are on the cusp, you know, what what can the cat? I look at you look at compare and contrast to the insanity that was the NBA trade deadline with massive deals coming up. And then you got right. you got a team like, you know, my my guys, the Wizards, who just stood pat. Now, granted, nobody wants to go to Washington, but when you're fighting for a playoff position, it's like you think they would do something, but you know, it's it's a matter of you know which which of these NHL teams teams like Pittsburgh, like Washington, like the the Islanders already made a move. Do the Caps and Penguins do something to to match that? 
Um, the Bruins are not going to stand pat. The Maple Leafs, do the Lightning try to get a little bit younger, a little bit quicker? They've been playing a lot of hockey for the last few years. That's not going to bode well in the playoffs. I think the one that I'm watching, the next domino, is uh, Carlson out in San Jose as to where he's going to go. Yeah. And Edmonton's been rumored really heavily to be interested in him. That would be a great fit. I just don't know if the Sharks are going to be like, yeah, let's trade him to the Oilers, you know, that sort of thing. Um, that'll be an interesting one to watch. I think he's the next big domino probably to fall. Lots of teams could use a good dynamic offensive defenseman. Yes, yes, indeed they could. And those trades are going to keep – the closer and closer we get to that deadline, the closer and closer we see teams start to give up like and face the reality of their situation – the, the more and more of these um, trades are going to happen. And we've got, you know, we've got over a month. Yeah. Like still, I, wasn't there like somebody on the coyotes was basically kept out of the lineup because he's going to be traded. We just don't know where yet. Right. It's a, yeah, it's a matter of when, not if. So it's all going to happen. It's all going to be there. And we'll be, we'll be around to cover it because I'm no longer in that busy work. Uh, Dave, isn't going to Disneyland any well, you never know when you're gonna to go to Disneyland or California Adventure or you know, six six flags, whatever you call it. No time, um, no time too soon. I don't you say that, and then the next thing I know, like one day you're like, Well, hey, yo, like my kid wants to do this thing, so we're gonna go, and then you're you're hanging out with the mouse again, man. You're you're as Got much it. in Disney you're Mrs. Ungar is the bigger Disney adult. I will completely recognize and acknowledge that. Uh, we had a difference of opinion about something to do with me. I can't remember what it was, but uh, we've had a, you know, me and me and Mrs. Ungar have, have had differing opinions on a lot of stuff uh, in, in recent in recent weeks. There's a few things here and there. She she probably likes Avatar. Uh, she liked it. Yeah. She was okay with it. Oh, see, there's a yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, none of that has to do with hockey. Uh, what does have to do with hockey is more trades are coming and that's really what's going to be the big news for the next month and a half. Like the, the playoff picture is going to start to sharpen up and it's going to be about teams trying to make that move to make that big step. Dave, I'm going to, I'm going to let you have the last word on trade deadline stuff before we get out of here. One move you are begging your caps to make. Oh, Carlson, for sure. <laughs> if they, if they could somehow pull him, from San Jose, which is interesting. They're playing the Sharks this afternoon. Uh, that'd be big for them. They could use, you know, I watched them play defense. They, they play they play pretty good team defense. They leave the slot open too much, and Kemper bailed them out. But, like, Boston had, like, four or five just guys coming down the slot. And it's like, where is anybody to cover this guy? So, you know, with John Carlson out indefinitely with that, you know, took that puck to the head a few weeks ago, um, I think that would be that'd be a move I'd like to see them make. I think it would add a little bit of youth. They've got some guys, you know, they some of the younger guys have come along, but William Carlson to the Caps would be I would take that. You know, I I, I would I wouldn't be mad if they got Ryan O'Reilly. I don't think he fits in on that team because there's so much veteran leadership on that team anyway. Really, he's already he's the Blues captain, right? So where would you put him? You know, that sort of thing. All right. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. You really don't want a bunch of guys coming down your slot. That's kind of dirty and rude. Yeah. So uh, I'm just saying, you need to close that slot up. You really do. All right. On that note, we're gonna get out of here, Dave. Before we wrap up, by the way, this is we're, we're recording on Super Bowl Sunday. Let's see 
if Dave is a prognosticator, who wins the who won the Super Bowl, Dave? Who won the Super Bowl? You know that everybody's gonna know whether you're right or wrong by the time this airs and be like, what an idiot, or he was a genius. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs 28 to 24. Oh, he's even going with the score, folks. Excellent, excellent, excellent stuff. I'm gonna go with the Eagles 35 to 28 shootout. That's my call. All right. One of us will be a genius. One of us will be a moron come Tuesday. It's going to be fun, though. All right? That's going to do it for this week's edition of Hockey Talk. Dave, before we get out of here, tell everybody where they can find you on the interwebs and on the Chairshot Radio Network. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G or Facebook.com forward slash Attitude of Aggression. And you can follow me on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Catch you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday here on the Chairshot Radio Network. Mondays talking hockey or music with Dave. Tuesdays, no, Mondays talking nerdy stuff with Dave, Aesop, Tunney, Ray, now some guy named DJ and some other dude. Like We're just inviting everybody onto the bandwagon these days. Tuesdays, it's talking hockey and music with Dave. Wednesdays, I'm talking wrestling with one Greg DeMarco. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's edition of Hockey Talk. Keep an eye on that trade deadline. We will have you covered here, and we will see you next week on Hockey Talk here, part of the ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com. Sing along to the shame right here. Put your hands in the air, cause we're hot this shit. We wanna rise now, feel a good get back. It's been a while, I'ma bring it to a city that put me on now. New York, where I'm from. Everybody get down and sing along. Cause I'm back. Back in the New York crew. Cause I'm back. Back in the New York crew. Cause I'm back. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.